Good, happy Monday morning, afternoon, evening, whenever it is that you're listening to this. This is the, I don't, uh, I've already lost count, sixth episode. <laughs> That's really that sad. That is right. Wow, what happens if we do 20 of these? Yeah, sixth episode of What Did I Miss? Paige Gabe joining me here on a Monday morning. A Monday morning after a pretty action-packed football everything weekend uh, mainly college football. I'm, you must have been off social media if you didn't realize that. That was rivalry week across the board. I don't oftentimes sit down on a Saturday and watch a lot of college football, truth be told. But I did stop to watch the Michigan-Ohio State game. Um, there are two programs I have nothing to do with, although apparently my grandfather went there. Who knew? But yeah, I wanted to sit there and watch it. The crowd is what really got me into it in the first place because it was cold. It was snowing. It looked miserable. And there were 110,000 people packed in having the time of their lives. Um, and then it actually ended up being a really entertaining game. So I don't I do not do this very often. Um, guys, did you sit down and watch? Yeah. Am I the only one that doesn't sit down on Saturdays and watch it? Gabe has little kids, so it'd be okay if you didn't. Page. Well, I mean, everyone had excuses this weekend, but yeah, the, I was just thrilled to hear that you were like college football time. Yeah, let's go! I? Like yeah. you were into the glory of it all. I really was. It was, um, you know, kid hurdling another guy. Like it was just, it was legitimately fun to watch. Did you have a horse in the race, Paige? Uh, not in that game, no. But mm -hmm. I did watch a lot of college football. I, I, I think college football is maybe my favorite sport. Maybe okay. my favorite thing really? to watch. Yeah, I think. My parents are from West Virginia, not a lot of pro, zero pro sports teams there. So we grew up going to like West Virginia football games huh. every year. And like, as far as our, we were concerned, that was the only sport that existed. So I watched a lot this weekend. I loved every second of it. I loved all the overtimes, like just everything about it. It's so fun. You do like the, why do you like, do you like the way the overtimes are settled? Okay. I do. That's the, that's the question. I do. You yes. do? You're yeah. the person? I the do. Yes. I'm. There's dozens of us. Dozens. Dozens. Um, there are fours of us. <laughs> I I think, I think, look, I think it's silly, but I think it's fun. And college football is fun. Okay. Like, let people have fun. It's sort of like ending, like, what if we ended like an NBA game in like a game of knockout? Why not? I mean, I, mean, I don't hate that. I'd I be on board for that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like horse. <laughs> Like but I'm that's what the two-point conversion thing feels like to me. Gabe, I take it you don't like it? I'm not buying this because <laughs> I'm not. I, I liked the the knockout idea. Yeah. Sign me up for that. By the way, it. sign me up for knockout instead of four quarters of NBA basketball in most cases. <laughs> I would rather star-driven knockout versus like having to watch two rando teams that don't matter. So basically a shootout. You just want to watch an NBA shootout where it's like your best guy, our best guy, your second best guy, our second, and then you just keep going until somebody misses. Yeah, and some kind of a skills <laughs> challenge thing. Because we all know Amazing. that game six of the NBA season for half the league means zero. So How dare you? It means a lot. It means a lot to a lot. No, I'm just kidding. Go on. So I just don't – I just – I. We're off the point, which is that oh, overtime right. in college football is confusing and never ending. And in most cases, equally pointless and boring. And only like this week of the year, do we have any tolerance for it? But it's what? silly. Yeah. No, normally it's like, get it over with. Flip a coin or something, guys. But come on, that Penn State game, however long ago, a month ago, that went to nine overtimes. What a treat. <laughs> what a treat. He's got time for that. Who wants to sit through that? Me. I don't have any kids. So wait, when you anything. say you watched a lot of college football Saturday, how many, like, is this all in one sitting? Do you move around? Do you no. Go to the How does this work for you? 
Yeah, no, we were, we were, uh, my parents were in town this weekend, so we were bopping around New York doing New York-y holiday things. But we, <laughs> but like, for example, we went to lunch and my dad got out, you know, his phone and just placed it. We arranged like a entire situation so that we could see the phone and watch the end of the Ohio State Michigan game. Like, we just love college football. It was great. And then we came home and watched the, uh, it was like with the Smith. It was not fancy, but, okay, fair enough. uh, we went to, uh, and we watched the Iron Ball, Alabama, Auburn. Oh, she really does. a great like ending. That's good. Someone has, has to, we have to love this. <laughs> so, I like it so Beetle, much. can I ask you something about the Michigan Ohio State game? Yeah. So you were there for it. It had the weather. It had the, the, as you mentioned, some fights. I liked seeing a line, but like six linemen gang up on a little dude. That was fun. That's fair. And then it had trash talk. It had yep. all the elements. What? Where are you on the like winning and then talking trash <laughs> that Harbaugh did? Like, um, how does that stack oh. in your acceptable drama? Yeah, because had he not had he not beaten them this whole time, yeah, like, he's been useless against right. them. So th- that's the only. Sh- I like trash talk almost in every single form that it exists, but it is a little weird on this one because this was his first win against that program, and the. <sighs> I don't hate it. It's just much cooler and much ballsier when you trash talk all the time, whether you win or lose, because then I'm just like, okay, that's just who you are. You're, you're kind of a punk, but that's a good thing. Um, it's, it's a little too easy to do it after a win like that, but I get it. Like it was it, that, I mean, watching the whole thing as it ended and the swarm, the field, and he gets lost in the madness and the mayhem. I, I could see how you get wrapped up in it, but it would have been way cooler had he said that before the game and then pulled it off, obviously, because then you're like Billy B. Like you got this. It's, it's just. Did you it's, see Juwan uh, Howard get in there? No. Was he the giant tall guy that was above everyone? Hell yeah! I was like, yeah. The well, funny thing is, we just saw him in <laughs> Vegas last week for for basketball. So I was like, oh, there's Juwan Howard again. Um, he was in the weather. He stood. I mean, that was wet snow. That was like wet, cold, yucky, snowy day, and no one seemed to care. And you had your required shirtless wonders in the crowd. Um, yeah, it just seems like, I wonder if they even went to school today. Like how long does a celebration like that last? It looked like they won the national championship. So how long do you do this for? <laughs> I mean, they in their world they did. And this now gets them a chance to win an actual national championship. We, we assume. How'd y'all feel? I about mean, this that, honestly, like what? I've been around Michigan fans for Ever. a lot of years. I, I don't think there's been a better day in, in my recent memory. Like, I, I don't know. I can't think of a time where Michigan fans could have been happier than this since like early 90s, like Desmond days. I could see that. I mean, I, I saw friends of mine tweeting that I had forgotten even went to Michigan or even watched sports at all. And then all of a sudden mm. I was like, oh, my God, Claudia, you did go to Michigan. Like never seen her tweet about anything like that or, or text or any of it. So that, that was kind of fun, I guess. But like I, I, did I feel, just never had that. I did feel over congratulatory to everyone I know that went to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> what? What, they didn't do anything, first of all. Like, exactly. <laughs> but I'd be like, congratulations, you did it. It's like the uh, elf. World's best coffee. Uh, like, yeah. What? God, that's where sports gets weird to me. Like, congrats on your team that you have nothing to do with, nor did you even – half the people didn't go to school. I found myself wondering that about some of the crowd shots. Like, those two oh, yeah. programs seem to have a lot of fans who never actually stepped foot on either campus. And maybe I'm just presuming or assuming, and I, I could be wrong, but, like, it just <laughs> – I just feel like when I talk to people around here, I'm like, did you did you go to either one of those or no? And I've always found that weird to be a fan specifically of a university that you did not go to. 
Like I've always found that to be a little bit weird. Like if you pick a team, maybe you lived in that city, what have you. But like when you pick a college, I don't know. Doesn't that feel weird? Or am I, am I just being a jerk? I mean, you're speaking to a USC fan who didn't go to USC. Okay, there you go. Jacked yes. up about Lincoln Riley. So yes. I, I don't know if I get to answer that question. I wasn't no, going to ask Gabe, but he do added get himself. to answer that question because I want to know what your logic is. Well, in that case, it's sort of like this is the only college team we've got worth rooting for in Los Angeles. Fair. So, some familial Agreed. connections. Okay. Uh, so why not? Like this if you're going to jump on a band, like I'm a bandwagon Lakers fan, you know, why not? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this will come up, you know, from now to the end of time on this show. Yeah, you're, I jumped like right full now. You're on. a Lakers fan, right? Oh at yeah, this big moment. time. Big Lakers fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And he's always yeah. said that. Right. I've been a Lakers fan since the minute LeBron James signed with the Lakers. Oh God, you're the worst person ever. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I still don't really get it. You know, you don't have to root for a college football team, right? You don't have to pick one in your town. But then, then you miss out on Saturday. So you would have missed out. On all these games we're talking about, the drama with Alabama, the drama with Oklahoma State, by the way, just as happy there as they are in Michigan, right? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if you could be as happy as Michigan. Um, Maybe not. All right. Crowd shots. Michigan. Did anybody else get stressed out? I was Oh, hated it. It was like, and by the way, just prefacing this with, this isn't even necessarily a COVID take. This is, I've never liked large crowds take. Um, Stampeding sort of is a fear of mine. Well, minute they just started like ants on some food, I got really stressed out. I mean, it's a heck of a visual and it's a wonderful shot to see on television. It's so colorful and bright. But as far as like being in it, I started to get a mini anxiety attack. And then, of course, you can throw in, obviously, we're still in a pandemic. <laughs> but then you double super spreader event. But it was, I just, whew, I still get a little bit breathy when I think about it. I don't like shots like that. And some people get off on like being in a crowd like that. Makes no sense to me. That's how you die. Yeah, see, you're, <laughs> neither one of you is like, who die. wants to be in that crowd? And it's snowing and cold. I think I, I, think, uh, I would be excited to get down there, but then I would immediately want to leave, and then I wouldn't be able to leave, and yeah. then that would, that would make me panic. Yep. The part of it that weirds me out it sort of ties to what Beetle was saying about like, okay, so you didn't even necessarily go to this school, but you're saying like we and you're rooting for this team. And that's like a little bit weird, but I think that's how it is at a lot of big state schools. Mm-hmm. What weirds me out is when you, you look closely at those videos and like these, these uh, players just had the greatest moment of their <laughs> life and they want to be with their teammates and their coaches. And then like, random freshman it like runs up and like grabs them nope. and gets in their face and is like taking selfies and they're like bro i just won the game like i'm not the same as you we don't <laughs> we aren't together as... same same but different like that's like yeah like this. No, that that's part weirds it. me out well i do think it's a security nightmare and i know harbaugh's got he's surrounded by cops and whatnot but okay there's a crowd of i don't know how many make it back on it let's just say ten thousand people all of a sudden right around you you can have all the cops and then what's going to happen it's terrifying to me. It's, I just, I, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's just not old fuddy duddy, but. Not yeah. to, well, we'll actually get to that a little bit later in the show, but uh, uh, not to like be too dark either, but like there's also a bigger concern in my mind for Michigan fans rushing the field being close to Ohio State players. Like for how charged any of those rivalries are, right. I would be worried about player safety. I, I, yep. don't, I don't like that. 
But no, there just, are the like, SEC will find schools who rush the fields. We'll we'll get into that later. Sorry. What oh, is this? Where they find the money kill. though to pay that? I know. Sorry. Well, I'm yeah. There's. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it on the fun track right now because I could get a little more sad. Okay. <laughs> Let's just move on. One thing I want to talk about because we uh, speaking injuries. Of not, or you want to talk about injuries? Yeah, I'm talking about cancer. Let's talk I'd about, like to talk about cancer for the next twenty yeah. minutes. That's okay. <laughs> oh my god, let me finish. Okay. okay, sorry. What I want to talk about, speaking of not actually going to a school, is we jinx your we jinx UTSA. Yeah, I know. Well, we did. Did we? Because remember, we didn't have know. we didn't try to get him on, coach, and that was the big thing. Was like. Don't bring him on. It'll definitely. Is it because we merely talked about having him on? I don't know. Is that how powerful we are? I, that, let's not say we here. I don't think I want to be associated with <laughs> no, this. this. I think you jinxed your alma mater. They got crushed too. It wasn't even like yeah. close. Yeah. I mean, look, it was. it's a heck of a story and highly unlikely, I guess, that they would have gone undefeated the whole way. But man, that would have been awesome. And I do feel like we jinxed it, but it would have felt much worse had he been a guest on the show and then they lost. And that's all I wanted to avoid. Now, now everybody can be on the show. Also, what is the deal with Cliff's, Cliff Kingsbury and people thinking he's going to go to Oklahoma? Why would, why would he do that? Like, why well, would I he think, do that? I think that they, they're projecting forward that he does what he usually does and collapse in the second half of the season. Okay. And so he isn't the head coach of the first place Cardinals. He's mm-hmm. actually like the head coach of the very middling Cardinals. And then at that point goes and takes that big job, I it's, think is the logic. Well, we're already at past the halfway point. I know. I know. I don't, I don't buy that. I'm just saying, I think that's I mean, what people are. He, about. I think the inside baseball is that he has one year left on his deal. So his yeah. agent is smart and saying, well, like it's, he it's could go and then it's all the tweets happen. And then he's going, well, he could get this. And so, I just don't, it doesn't logically make sense to me. I don't think it logically makes sense to anyone. Not that I'm trying to knock, you know, being the head coach of Oklahoma, but you are a head coach in the NFL of a team that's doing very well. I don't even know why that would be a conversation. It's like, it's just bizarre to me. It's like an actor going to a really crappy show for no reason. Why would they do that? Not that Oklahoma's crappy. I'm not there's anything wrong with it. But I just, <laughs> it makes no sense. I feel like there was a lot of that this week, a lot of like, oh, he could go here, like Odell Beckham. I was kind of interested in the Packers, or I saw somebody say, the Bucks thought about drafting Taylor. I'm like, these are all hypothetical things that you may or may not have actually thought, but what's the point in reporting any of it? It'd be stupid if you didn't consider all of those things. I just assumed you did, but reporting it makes it look like, oh, I want everyone to know that I'm not that stupid and I actually thought about it. Does that even make sense? Like, of course you thought about drafting a kid, I would think you thought about drafting every kid and that's how you got to where you got. I don't get this reporting. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes it's just like Paige said, just an agent likes to jack up the price. So they, they text the right person in the media and then it becomes a story and then shows talk about the story. And all it was, was a text. Are you saying that you can use the media for your own personal PR? (laughs) In the year of our Lord, 2021. (laughs) Does it sound ethical and cool? Well, the other side of this is the Lincoln Riley thing. So, right, so yeah, the job is open because Lincoln Riley's going to USC, my team, my USC. Yeah, Long time USC fan over here. Yeah, Fine on. Well, and not only that, because he was like, oh, I'm not going to LSU. Next question. I loved that. Then t- find out 12 hours later, he's going to USC. Didn't lie. Such It's a, it's a loophole in the lying process. Did not lie. Good for him. I think <laughs> it's loophole. brilliant. 
That's why they say the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <clears throat> yeah, If you don't exactly. specify, then people don't have to tell the whole truth. Yeah, I'm not going to eat that cake. I might eat the pie, but I'm not going to eat the cake. <laughs> Did not lie. <laughs> and I think that's like totally fair. Good for him. And it's a, it's a nice scenic upgrade as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like I get to live in LA. You're never going to suffer for money because good Lord, college coaches are making some cash. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm, I'm glad the way that it all turned out. I feel like I don't think I've ever spent this long thinking and or talking about college football. I don't know who I am right now. <laughs> no. And Matthew McConaughey, of course, via Texas, not running for governor of Texas after all. It's, all. it's like all full circle. It's all centered around college football. Maybe he'll be the next coach of Texas. Honestly, why not? Plot twist, he goes to Oklahoma. Plot twist. He's like, never. no more governor. I'm out. <laughs> oh. Dude, Matthew McConaughey, that would be like no. a... Remember when Joaquin Phoenix did that like two years of pretending he was nuts? Yes. Or or well, claimed he pretended? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. What if Matthew McConaughey went full heel and like became the Oklahoma head football coach and all of Texas would just like beetle, they would lose oh, they their would, minds. Yeah. I mean, he bleeds orange as far as people around here are concerned. Like yeah. he's a staple on the sidelines. He, ha- he teaches a class there. Like this is, <laughs> it would be a hell of a heel turn. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. But and, five you know, years later, it was coach. like, it was for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. I was, yeah. I was charging was myself. For a role. I was learning for a role, which I totally get. <laughs> Bummer, dude. Um, yeah, college football. I think that's all I really watched the most of, other than the crap game on Sunday night in the NFL, which honestly, we should all be given like $20 for sitting through in the first place because that was awful to watch. Real bad. Comically awful. I almost watched a Hallmark movie instead of that game but i got outvoted mm. in the house yeah the, the oh. nfl this was not their weekend this was a, a definitely a college football weekend though no. what's his name bryce young over at alabama probably won the heisman now we got we got national championship sort of almost set almost set. i mean it's i i'm, I'm glad to hear beetle that you gave this uh you gave this a full saturday because now we get to talk college football for the next like month the old college try as you will um <laughs> and we will. i think we should i think we should take a break because honestly i need to just think about who i am for a second and how i just talked about college football for like 17 minutes uh so we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with something else uh, we are back and before i throw it to you guys i have two things i'd like to mention that are not sports related but are very important to the survival of this nation and the unity that we're currently seeking number one high christmas present list item rihanna's putting out pajamas with the butt missing and I'm a big fan. Although the hole is in the wrong part of the butt, that's just my own personal preference. Number two, watching a little bit of the Beatles stuff, although I want to wait till it's all out and then just spend nine hours of my life on the couch. But I'm not going to just sit here and say Yoko Ono broke up the band. I know that's cliche, played out and old. However, the delusion that that woman had when she sat in a room full of four of the, the greatest band members, arguably, in the history of the world, and screeched into a microphone seriously as if she was performing an art piece was so angering um, that I may not be able to watch the rest of the documentary. That's all I want to say about that. But I do like, I know people like that that are delusional on what their talent levels are. Um, But to see it amongst the freaking Beatles, it was, it made my heart beat fast and I did not like it. That's all. I feel good. I got that off my chest. (laughs) Can we ask a follow-up question or two? Sure. Uh, about, yeah, the under, about the butt one or the... Okay, go ahead. I'm, yeah, back to Rihanna. What? But one. You said it's in the... It, it covers the wrong part or <laughs> uncover... What do you... What? Well, 
I, so I was having, it was reminiscent of those old like onesies we had as kids, but they would have like little flaps so you could go potty and you say potty because we were kids. Sure. This sure. hole is like at the top of the butt. So it's meant to be like butt cleavage, which is meant to be sexy. And I'm more of a practical pajama person. So I thought it should have been lowered <laughs> so you could go potty, but it's not. And it's Rihanna. And of course she thirst trapped us all when she put out the picture because now I saw her butt and... Where the heck is the music, Rihanna? Thank you. Where's the album? That's what I want to talk about. You know what I love about it, though? She doesn't have to do music ever again if she doesn't nope. want to. She built a billion-dollar empire in between her yep. last album and now. Good for her. Still want the music. <laughs> Still want the music. I do want the music. Oh, okay. So that's one question. Yep. Just Well, just one heads up to everyone. When you Google image Rihanna Pajamas. Rihanna Pajamas. It's not... You don't get her. That That's just... Oh, are you getting like the Fenty lingerie line? Savage? I, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at, but it's, it's a lot of pictures and very, very little of it is what you were describing. Well, That's if you find it, she posted it on her own thing. They're like kind of like flannelly looking. It's yeah. funny because okay. the pajamas themselves are, they're not uber sexy, but then they are sexy when you leave the room. Got them. Yeah, I see it now. Okay, I well, hey, I learned something. You're welcome. That was what I missed. By Should way, we find out what else you missed? Yeah, I mean, good luck, but yeah. All right. Oof. Paige, start us off. I think Beetle probably knows this one. Okay. <clears throat> Beetle, I'm sure you saw, but Steph Curry continues to terrorize the NBA and became the fastest to get to 100 threes in a season uh, with 19 games. One interesting uh, tidbit is that uh, the previous record was 20 games set by um, himself. <laughs> so... God, I love when you break your own record. That's just, just killing the game. So wait, the last record, it was 20 games it took him to get to 100 threes. Now it's 10? 19. Good. Just oh, 19. one more game. Well, okay, mm-hmm. good, good. Okay, that's fine. I was like, yeah. that doesn't make sense because we're way past that. That is, I just love, I look, I'm not, I don't know if my feelings are going to change on this. I don't think they are, but I am loving this whole Warriors quiet comeback while the world concentrates on other things. Um the game against Philly the other night, brother on brother, like they were getting killed by the Sixers. And then, and I remember turning to my friends being like, don't even worry about it. They're going to win this one. They're going to win it easily, hands down. And like, that's what they do. And then you still have Clay Thompson waiting on the bench, probably still with a towel over his head so until he could come back. And I, I cannot wait. I just want them to dominate. If my Spurs can't win, win it all, then that's my next best thing. That's what I'm rooting for. And I, if you would have told me five years ago I'm rooting for the Warriors to make it back to the finals, I would have thought you were the biggest liar in the world. But here we are. The story's too good. Steph is too easy to root for. I love everything about this. The kid is damn good. Damn good. So, so far on this show, you've endorsed Matthew McConaughey being the Oklahoma coach yep. and the Warriors <laughs> winning a championship. Yeah. I've totally lost my And you're in on college football. My God. Some weird stuff's coming it's next. It's called a midlife crisis. Yeah. I just bought a sports car and I'm dating a really young boy. Okay? Go on. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, we could probably talk more stuff because I I don't quite know how he's still this. Like, I get how the bigger guys can still be this. I don't know how he – because remember when he was coming out, it was like he's too small. Oh, yeah. He's too frail. His ankles. He's never going to last. Never. 
So what happened? Like, just none of that was true? All of that was wrong? Well, I don't know if you know, but talking heads sometimes don't get things right. Uh, Yeah, every once in a blue moon, inaccuracy prevails. Um, But I also think what makes Steph timeless is that his gift is shooting. And shooting doesn't go away. It just gets better. Like, the more you do it, the more you practice, the muscle memory. Like, it's never going to get worse for him. It will always... Like, he's going to be 75 years old and messing around with, like, grandkids, whatever, and and still have this amazing, beautiful shot. So that's, I think, part of it. And he doesn't need to be... Like, look, he gets fouled hard. I mean, <laughs> we saw that. I didn't see, I've never seen him be that bad. Um, but it's just... he. It's His skill is one that doesn't... It's like being good at golf. Like golf doesn't go away. You know, you can still play in your 60s and 70s as long as you just practice. And that's, I think, why he's never going to leave us. He's never going to leave us, you guys. <laughs> but yeah, the shooting is forever. That's a good That's a good saying. We should write that down. Yeah. Shooting he's just fun, fun to watch, in my so opinion. Fun. Like he takes threes from, I mean, why, I mean, any other player does it and you're like, what are you doing? You can't take a three from there. There's like three minutes left in this quarter. <laughs> But, but it's I not even just mad. taking it. It's like taking it and walking away before, yeah, like, but knowing it's in. I mean, that's so fun. Baller. So fun. And still looking like a child. That's the best part. At me, I'm a diehard Lakers fan, so I'm not, uh, I'm not as excited. Hard. About You're just an yeah. idiot. No, diehard. <laughs> Been with him a long time. Do the good and the bad. Please. The other, uh, the other fun thing with this story is that he is probably i'm gonna say he's definitely going to break the all-time record for three-pointers this season currently held by ray allen which yeah. is two two thousand nine hundred and seventy three he is at two thousand nine hundred and thirty seven oh yeah for sure over with also get ray allen out of here i'll never forgive <laughs> that dude for being the spurs so yeah i'm all in beat that one too he's gonna have a lot of good records by the time he calls it quits it's a Beatles, pretty remarkable you know who we should... in 2050 oh, yeah. You know who we should get in to, to talk about that when it happens? Who? We should get Paul Pierce in. <gasps> yes. He would <laughs> nothing, love to talk about that. Nothing weird will come up when we talk to Paul. <laughs> All right, fine. Booking it right now. I'm going to guess okay. which game it'll be. I think it's going to take place in March. Hey, yeah, it's probably going to be sooner. Maybe I, I mean, he just hit 100 threes in 19 games. Yeah, just no, so- but I feel like there's going to be a, like, maybe he's going to sit out a few. Fine, February. Mm. God, you guys want to argue. <laughs> I would even say January. No. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Market here. God, it's so good. We'll All play right, this back in January. Did I miss anything else? <laughs> Probably not. I think you missed this. I missed this uh, until just recently when I caught up on this. <laughs> so apparently Michael Strahan is going to space <laughs> with some people he knows. Would you like to go with Michael Strahan to space? Okay, first of all, I almost said something mean, but I'll keep it. Number right. two... Um, I take Xanax to fly 30 minutes. And even then I'm (laughs) a neurotic mess for the week before and I'm not fun to be around on takeoff. So the idea of going to space is absolutely comically, gigantically a big positively. No, I would never even think about it. Also, it's not guaranteed that you're going to survive. Like number one, I guess nothing is, but you're really kind of taking a chance. And I don't, you just like, you're just flying up and then coming right back down. I mean, it's cool. I guess you tell your kids, grandkids and whoever that you did it, but people that want, like there are people paying millions of dollars to be on lists to do this. He just happens to be going with, I guess, who is it? A bunch of like rich people and philanthropists and whatnot. 
No. Apparently. I, no. I have the, the, a list of names of people he's going with. <laughs> Most of them are unfamiliar names. One can't possibly be the same person I think it is. Wait, who? who? Uh, there's one person listed as an investor who I remember as like an agent. No. Might have even worked with you at one point. Can't possibly be the same guy. No. Um, it yeah, it's, but it's a it's a bunch of rich people. They might be very nice people. Maybe they're scientific minded. I don't know. But do you think? Oh like wait, do you think people are doing this for science or to bragging rights? I mean, this uh, is a hell of a baller move. I've been to space. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't say for sure. Yes, you can. Nobody is doing this for science. Like, this is not What do you mean? Jeff Bezos has great intentions. Great intentions. Look, Jeff, you just keep bringing me weird random items overnight to my front door. That's all (laughs) I care about with Jeff Bezos. And it's just, it's, it's, mm, I don't know. I also had this weird, like, preconceived notion that astronauts trained for things and, like, this was a whole pro. And now it's just, like, jumping on a jet blue flight. Like, all right. I thought you had to be in, like, incredible shape. And, like, I, I mean, Maybe these people are. I don't know. But it just seems like a lot. I also like, I think I would be okay. There's some mental gymnastics that would need to happen in my brain. But I think I'm cool with going up. But I genuinely don't understand how you get back down. And that really freaks me out. Okay, this, what? Like the (laughs) physics of it? Yeah. (laughs) Didn't you watch Apollo 13? Yes. That's got all the answers. It does have, and you just fall into the ocean and then we go find you. Like, okay. <laughs> re-entry. Like that. That, yeah, re-entry that is complicated. Like but does it re-entry, yeah, re-entry like mess with that. you? Do we not know yeah, anything about flying into space? Or do we know everything about flying? I can't tell. All right, here's what I want to know. If Michael Strahan is going, what are the odds Michael Strahan can be talked through repairing a spaceship if it breaks Ooh. the way that they did in Apollo 13? Like, can Stray get himself back from orbit if needed. Let's not forget Armageddon also had a fixing stuff theme to it. And then we lost everybody Great during point. an Aerosmith song. My bad. I shouldn't have left Armageddon out. You, I mean, you're going to have to, and I'm, this isn't for Strahan. This is for any normal civilian human. You're just going to have to really dumb it down. Because I would imagine the parts to a machine in that world are uh, highly technical and not with names that any of us would understand. So you're going to have to really like put this red piece over the green. Like, good luck with right. that. Good luck with it. I don't even think you can talk someone into changing a tire. So I'm not sure how this would work. But what, again, what are they doing? They fly up. I'm like looking at these names. Fly up, come back. Tell your friends. So you, take, you do a selfie. What if you pass out? I would take so much Xanax, I wouldn't even be with it. I'd be like, eh, okay, that was fun. Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, no, no, uh, no chance. No chance would I do this. Okay. Gabe, would you do it? No, space is overrated. I, uh. Just in general, don't care about space. Just never did. General. <laughs> Just it's like it's it's stupid. Why are we spending time learn? By the way, we, we all grew up learning the planets, memorizing the planets. Guess what? Uh, they're not the same planets anymore. Yeah, we evolve. It's stupid. Who cares? Yeah. Pluto is or isn't a planet. What does it matter? Yeah, I don't but we care. still get to say Uranus, and that's all I ever cared about. I, yeah, I trained my kids to do that. I, if I if you ask my kids what's their favorite uh, planet, they say that. That's funny. It will never not be funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so nose uh, around. I'm not well, kind of. Paige will go up, but she doesn't really want to come back down. That's, we well, got like okay, a two and a half. I would do it. I would do it. Not like tomorrow, but I, once this is more of a thing. Oh, if I knew I had cancer and six months to live. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do it. yeah. 100%. Sure. 
No, even less reason to go. Do something cool. Don't go to space. Go to Hawaii. Like, go to some <laughs> beautiful place on this planet. Why can't I do both? I have six months. Yeah. I'm going to cram so much junk into six months, it won't even be funny. I won't have a penny left. Did I miss anything else? Yeah, you sure did. Well, we talked about this earlier, but I, I want to get into it slightly more. Um, and now that I've outed myself as a college football fan. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This weekend alone, Michigan, Minnesota, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Washington State, probably more, but this is all I could find, rushed the fields mm. uh, after the win. In past weeks, TCU fans rushed the field after beating Baylor for the sixth time in seven, seven years. Fair. Colorado stormed Folsom Field after getting the second win of the season, period. <laughs> my, my beloved Cal Bears also stormed the field at Stanford after winning big game. I would say this is an absolute epidemic. The <laughs> SEC finds schools for rushing the field. Alabama, notably, has never rushed the field, and their fans take great pride in that. My question for you is, uh, is the bar for rushing the field too <laughs> low? Yes. A hundred percent. Second win of the season is not a rushing the field moment. That's just, that's just you are not very good, and now we're celebrating that, which is partly why this America's in the situation that it's in right now. Okay, participation flags. I would say no. And I also, like, I rushed the field once in college when I was still at UT Austin. Um, and we drove up to College Station for the annual, like at that time, Thanksgiving game. And Texas won and everyone rushed the field. And it was terrifying. Not because it was just a big giant crowd, because it wasn't, we were away. But it was their... Um, Cadet Corps—I forget what they call them—basically uh, are like cops during that situation, and it was—it was a mix of two groups of humans that really don't like each other for a variety of different reasons, and we were in the wrong because we had stored. It was insane. Like they take grass seriously in College Station. Like you can't walk on patches of certain grass because you get yelled at because it's a like a memorial or it means uh, there's too much, too much tradition and weirdness. So I, yeah, for me it was not fun to rush the field but it is a very blatant observation on like humans in this sort of mass like one person does it and then actually you know there's 50,000 of us just standing around we have no idea how we got here so f finding them I don't know if that matters but I also am impressed that Alabama's never done like how do you coordinate that to, to make sure it never happens is that like something freshman orientation that they instill and say <laughs> also when you go to football games we never rush the field no matter what i mean they've won some pretty big games in i imagine history. that saban just like decrees it so and that is <laughs> Don't the law think of the land about it that's impressive i'm not i'm not saying i'm impressed by alabama but this particular moment i am i don't know if you've uh observed this but tradition means a lot down there so i feel like they just pass <laughs> it along and that's just the way that it is. What would happen if you were the one person who tried to rush the field? Do they punish you? Shot I'm sure site. a few guys have shot tried. on site. Shot on site. It's open he was a nice boy, but we told him. I, I'm sure there's been like the you know the Will Ferrell in old school like <laughs> yeah. one guy who's like, come on everybody, we're going streaking, and then oh, just God. like doesn't end well. I'm yeah, sure. one person has to have at least try it every year. One. Let's just get. But, let's see if we can find that person and have him on as a guest. <laughs> let's see if we can encourage that person, guys. If you beat Georgia, rush the field. Yeah, they're the best team in the land. And they're better than it. you. It'd be a rush huge the upset. field at Mercedes Benz, <laughs> and we'll yeah, pay the rush fine. It. We, well, I, I, somebody will pay the fine. Not not we, but yeah, we'll figure that out. I want to see it happen. One guy. I went. <laughs> I went to a school that wasn't especially good at sports. We didn't even have a football team. At yeah, why don't you share that school? There you go. He just said yeah, it. GW. Um, so not USC, and, just to 
I did not go to USC. <laughs> okay, no. far from USC. Washington 20. University. There we go. We had a basketball team. Um, Congrats. And I remember thinking, talk about lowering the bar. I remember thinking, like, oh man, St. Joe's is here. They're pretty good. I've heard of them. <laughs> like, if we beat St. Joe's, I'm going in. Wow. Like, the. You get pretty desperate when you go to a school that isn't used to winning. So <laughs> I'm just so saying I can feel for some of these places that got their second win of the year. Win. Like, you know, not everyone is Alabama. That's fair. And you can't, not everyone gets to be the prettiest girl at the party. It just feels too much like an Instagram thing. Oh, well, nowadays, sure. Now it's like, it's, you know, it's all it. about us. It's about me. So I want to be on the field. No, you weren't good enough to play a sport. Get off. I hadn't field. considered the groundskeeper angle, though, be it all. Do you, do you think the Michigan like grass guy is kind of pissed? Yeah, yeah, I think he probably had a nice bottle of alcohol or something with him to soothe himself. A because it was freezing, but also now I have to go deal with this garbage because it's wet. It's like wet, and now it's all you know, stampeded on. Yeah, no, I hope they get a raise every time that. That would be nice. You give the grounds crew a raise every time these people do this. I'm in. Let's make we that solved happen. it. Yep, we solved it, America. Anyways, it's a problem. Stop rushing the field. It's a problem. Stop it. Drives me insane. All right, uh, I feel you good. guys. You now you are literally get you started the lawn. show in the figurative <laughs> get off my lawn, yeah. and you are literally That's telling right. people That's now. That's exactly right. This is who I've become. I feel okay. good about it. I feel good. Like I don't think I missed that much this weekend, which is a good sign. Uh, I think you missed this. Oh, damn it, <laughs> Vita Vea. Uh, you know, the, the large man plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have other players, by the way, on the Bucs. It's not just Tom Brady doing it by himself. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I know. Uh, Vita Vea lost a tooth during the game this weekend. Totally unfazed by it. Um, Beetle, have you ever had a tooth knocked out? No, but I have recurring dreams about it, which apparently means something. Somebody what? said it was money related, I think. Yeah, lo- like dreaming about losing a tooth. I'll have to look it up, but I th- there's something to it. Um, I did see the image of him just smiling and it was like such a moment of what it takes to be a football player in the NFL. Like you can't, you can't think like the rest of us, like knocking out your tooth has to have some sort of a moment, but he just seemed to enjoy it and it made him tougher. Uh, I do. I have nightmares about losing one of these teeth and then you wake up and you're like, <gasps> cause you're like, I gotta go get my teeth put back in. Like what just happened? So it means something. Are you looking it up? Look it up. Cause I can't remember what it is. I don't want to look it up. That no. sounds terrifying. Have you guys not had that dream where you have no. a recurring nightmare? What? Really? Not yeah. that one. That's a thing, guys. I have this weird dream that's been recurring for years that I'm trying to, to run, but I, my legs don't move fast. I'm running like oh, that's in a good slow-mo. One. Yeah, and you can't get yeah. away? I think that one. That one's pretty obvious okay, what he's I trying to tell me. Okay. Is it financial? Uh, no. No, it's it's uh, guys. I already kind of brought us down earlier. I don't really want to bring this. Up, just do. This is your role. So it, just own it. It brings up. Okay. <laughs> it brings up worries about losing someone or something close, important to you or close to you. There you go. Oh, bummer. So it's like another anxiety that you get to have while like you're Lincoln sleeping. Like Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Well, guys, good news. Vita Vea, anxiety free apparently because yeah, it no. did not matter at all to him or his coach. At like at all, he looked almost like yeah. gross life's good in his world life is good he'll get another tooth you know who has lots of worries i'm gonna tell you about this your nets i know you love them too the fans (laughs) there are booing james harden ah yes turning the ball over uh if you were in the crowd as a as a citizen now you're a public figure you're not a media member you're not michelle beetle famous nba uh, face you're just a person would you be booing 
Oh, probably, but I love booing. So like that's a whole, <laughs> like booing is fun. And it's also, look, he also came out with, you know, this wasn't his quote, but it read as though he, it's difficult to play for the Nets and he's still trying to figure it out. And a lot of people reacted and I included that it was just like, it's difficult to play with like one of the best players ever. Like that, that doesn't make any sense. It says more about you than the team. Um, and he's one of the leading sort of whiners about all the new rules or at least how they're being called. So not a good look for Harden. Um, you have a chance here with this team to do something great. Figure it out. That's it. Just figure it out. This is now super team era and you are on one. Let's go. And yes, I would boo. It is weird to boo your own team, though. I've never booed the Spurs. Put it that way. Never. I wouldn't even think about doing it. So, unless they all kill they the They don't dog. seem like they're extrinsically motivated anyway. Like, I don't think that the booing the Spurs... They're not would, booable. Yeah. I, yeah, what... Pop's taking care of that in practice, right? Like, they, they, what think. is booing going to do? Although he's now doing so that young. in practice. Yeah, he's, he's just... He's hires people to go in and boo them <laughs> just in case. I don't know. I, I guess when you're young, maybe it has a bit of an effect. Everybody has an ego and some feelings, but I, yeah, you would think it wouldn't affect them, but I don't know. Harden, stop. God. I've never understood him as a player. I, I've never understood why anyone thought, like, why anyone thought he would one day mesh with other players. I mean, he's obviously a good scorer. I just, I don't get how many times we have to see him go to a team and the team somehow be better without him than with him. Like, <laughs> I'm going to guess keep two more times. Him. Right, like, <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't even have strong feelings about the guy. I'm just like the look at the data. He's he's one of the best players in the league, but he's always on a team that underperforms. Right. It's it's also how are we defining one of the best? Like scoring a lot, okay, but how does he get to all those points? Is it a team right. effort? Is it just him? Is he flopping? Like what? How do we get here? And I think sometimes either that's it's not overlooked because that would say that like GMs and whatnot don't know what they're doing, and and I think they do. But yeah, it's one of the, Russell Westbrook is obviously another argument for that. It's like, sure, fun to watch, score a lot of points, but then what happens when you put them with someone else? Does it still work? And so that, yeah, it's an experiment that will continue to happen until he decides to stop playing basketball, <laughs> unfortunately. But again, like you can do something great here in Brooklyn, like figure it out, period. That's my take. I think you probably missed some more news. Paige, what else we got? Really? Um, Aaron Rodgers... As we know, injured his toe, uh, but it came out that he injured it in quarantine, not at mm-hmm. practice, mm-hmm. which which Stuck. also begs the question, he's now missed a bunch of practice, but continues to play in games. Is this is this the greatest con he's pulled off yet? Yeah, practice is overrated. Why would he need to practice anyways? Like, the only people who have to practice are the people who don't get it yet, or young people who are just sort of, you need the reps. He doesn't need to practice. This this Aaron Rodgers saga has been very interesting this year. It's just kind of like he's always sort of part of the story. But he does it in an interesting way because he's part of the story football, obviously. He's great and they're doing things. But then he's also managed to somehow be part of the story in off-the-field ways, which I never really equated with an Aaron Rodgers type. Um, but here we are. So, yeah, I'm assuming he stubbed it on, like, the be- like a be- the leg of the bed. I think we all do that. But, Yeah. Practice is overrated. I hate rehearsing. Gabe knows that. Always have. Always will. I quit piano because I didn't want to practice anymore. Like, I hate practicing stuff because you just waste all the good. Maybe. (laughs) Or at least you tell yourself that. (laughs) I think Aaron Rodgers has officially 
he's found out what a bunch of people who are very famous have recently discovered, hmm. which is that like you can just lead people around by the nose now ah. by just being just doing things that provoke a reaction. Right. And then it doesn't even matter. Your reputation isn't hurt by it anymore. Like it doesn't make a difference. No. You just go about getting reactions all day long and then laugh when people misunderstood. <laughs> by the way, Kyrie figured this out before Aaron Rodgers did. You just say wild stuff and then kind of act surprised when people are surprised and then kind of like, it's just a lot of like, <laughs> Is that just huh. called gaslighting? Yes. Yeah, that's the word for it. That yeah. is the word for it. That okay. is, you're right. Just, they are really, really good at that. Just, I forgot about Kyrie. What's and he and he's just, time? I think he's just entered the world of gaslighting. So like whatever he's saying about his toe, who get, like it doesn't matter. It's Could be nonsense. He's still getting his MVP chance coming off the field. Yeah, no, he's he, he does. I always thought he liked messing with the media, but- now I think he's really messing with the media. And some media is figuring it out. And I think some are still playing along. Which is weird uh, to me. But, and, but he wins either way. Because yeah, if they yeah, figure it out, then they're like, I'm not taking the bait. I'm not talking about his stupid toe. This is pointless. And then he gets them to stop talking about him, which is what he wants. Right. No, there's a, he, he does not lose here. It's a brilliant position to be in. And we should all be so lucky. Yeah. Uh, here's a terrible position to be in. Stuck way, way up high if you're afraid of heights. Which apparently... Uh, Lane Kiffin is, I guess, afraid of heights. A TikTok video is out there that makes it seem like he was sort of afraid to go near the edge of a railing on the second floor of a mall, I guess, is how we would describe this. Uh, Beetle, how afraid of heights are you? Not heights in planes, just heights. Yeah, no, I don't like them. Also, that makes your teeth fall out in dreams, too. Yeah, second floor of a mall. I don't know if I consider that heights. Like climbing to like the top of Pisa, that's heights. Um, but uh, uh, well, how high is too high? <laughs> it depends. Now, if I'm on a you know 100 story high rise, that's or like what's the 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 thing in the Space Needle, right? Like those are very high, um, and they give me a little bit of nervousness. But then again, if you climb up an eight foot ladder and then look down, that also can be scary. So I, it just all depends. But I will say this: I'm going to go ahead and say that it doesn't count as a height sphere, second story of a mall. That's that's silly. So there's something else going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not discounting he might have a fear, but that for me, who's scared of, like, apparently a lot of things, uh, that does not feel like one. <laughs> but then again, I could be wrong. Is he troll? There's another guy. That guy likes to troll, too. So who yeah. knows? He's good at trolling. I think, yeah, you're either a Lincoln Riley and, like, loophole lying, or you're a Lane Kiffin, and you're going head first with <laughs> tweets every troll. 10 minutes. The troll of all yeah. trolls. All right. I did miss that one. Now I have to go find some. He's one guy who's probably pretty pissed about some of these other coaching rumors. Here in Lincoln Riley, take the SC job. Here in Cliff Kingsbury, associated with Oklahoma, things like that probably piss him off. Yeah, but I also think it's what motivates him. Like, it's a good thing. All right. Is that everything? I feel like it's everything. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. An NHL player, Brendan Lemieux. Ooh. Bit another NHL player, Brady. Oh, I'm going to mess this up. Kachuk, I believe is how you say sounds it. Up, sounds good. Yep. Bit his hand. Straight up bit his finger. Charlie bit his finger. He bit my finger. Okay. Are you saying That's my it. four biting people's hands? Did you see? <laughs> yes. Biting people's <laughs> fingers for or against Bro, on the record. Uh, That's disgusting. Like biting and breaking the flesh of another human is disgusting. That should only be saved for moments of extreme self-defense, which I do not think counts in a hockey game. 
and like, I'm not even taking into account like the germ aspect of it all. It, for me, it's just flat out gross. I don't know that I could bite a human being unless it was like a life or death. Cause I've tried to bite like my brother or sister in fights when we were kids and my mouth starts to shake it's as if I just can't do it. So disgusting. What's the punishment for that anyways? Also you're uncivilized. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, yeah, every, every quote that, uh, uh, our guy Brady has about it is just like ripping him to shreds. Um, but it looks like he has a zoom suspend or like meeting or something, but it's likely going to be six games or more suspension. Dang. Okay. It's pretty Don't good by people. We learned that in pre-K. Like, like seriously. So I missed this one. Is this Mario Lemieux's kid biting Keith Kachuk's kid? <laughs> I mean, they are uh, the names that you're exposing my hockey knowledge here. I have no idea. It has to be, right? I mean, I only really knew anything about hockey in the age of what I'm guessing is their fathers. Can, right. Can this, maybe this goes back 20 <laughs> years. Maybe this is a rivalry. Oh, no. Like, Brendan Lemieux is Claude Lemieux's Claude, okay, fair who, enough. Who's Claude also, played in the NHL. Yep, that counts. And then Kachuk, I don't know. I mean, if there's two guys named Kachuk right? and they, who play in the <laughs> NHL and they're not related, that would be an upset. Keith that Kachuk. would be what else we missed. Yep. Keith, That's Keith Kachuk's dad. Keith Kachuk's or kid. son. Yeah. So I'll bet you there's a Lemieux-Kachuk rivalry from the 90s. My God, I hope so. This goes on for generations. This is hockey's greatest story. It goes all the way to, to the top. Yeah, this is like, your dad did this to my dad. I hope there's a woman involved. Let's do this. We can only hope. Yeah, you did say those two last names, and I was like, I don't know a lot about a lot. But those are familiar names. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like, but I'm that's gonna, it. I'm, that's I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. Okay, I'm going down the rabbit hole of this probably for the rest of today to get some sort of, there's something between these two humans way back in the day. Um, well, this was a good weekend, by the way. We had a lot. I feel like we talked for 17 hours on here. That's good, right? There was a lot of stuff, and we're not done talking college football, are we? I feel like I don't. Maybe we shouldn't give all away all our ideas here, but we've got some potentially great guests talking college ball for another couple days. All right. So, do we take a break and come back and tease that? Nah, we're done. I don't think there's anything left to tease. All right, we're not taking a break. We're done. We'll see you on the next one. Okay. Now, officially, we're done with today's podcast. But as I'm going to remember to remind you. Um, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends about it. Holiday gift is just giving them the knowledge that we exist. <laughs> just the knowledge alerting them to the existence yeah, of the podcast that's a, that's a, gift. a gift? Yeah, I Can think you so. put that in a card? It's the thought that counts. It's like a stocking stuffer. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to go down a Kachuk Lemieux rabbit hole. Enjoy your day. <laughs> I so hope this leads somewhere. I do oh, too. Man. What if there's video of them fighting like all the time? We got, listen, we got people at The Athletic who know more about hockey than any other people on earth. So we can, we can get to the bottom of this. Yeah, let's do it. I'm happy to do it immediately, but you also have a couple guests this week. And as soon as they're 100% locked in, we can tweet the whole world and tell them about it. But we're talking Michigan ball more this yes. week. Yes, yes. Now we're done? Go blue, don't rush the field. I don't even know if we're done. We're Go done. Space. <laughs> Go to space.